0: With blood clots on the rise even in young people what actions to take in this video i share you with what symptoms might be related to a blood clot what actions to take and what happens if you don't
1: you're watching the dr jake podcast
0: welcome back to the dr jake podcast i'm dr jake schmutz i'm an integrative doctor and naturopathic physician in salt lake city and in this podcast i share with you how to heal your body down to the root causes and get your energy back without harmful drugs or surgeries. I'm here today with my co-host, Teresa, to talk to about the signs you may be developing a blood clot.
1: Yeah, I'm really interested in this topic right now because, Dr. Jake, we've been seeing on the news just over the last couple of years just more and more issues of people having blood clots, even young people. And, you know, I think being able to know the early signs um, or signs before things get really bad could be really helpful for people um, so that they could possibly prevent death. I mean, really. Um, and I'm not really sure a lot of us really understand or know all of that because it hasn't been something that a lot of us have needed to know, especially the young people. Um, but I think now it's it's the time for us to start being more knowledgeable in this area. So very interested in this. Let's talk early signs first. Um, and then we can start jumping into, you know, some of the, okay, now it's getting really serious. Um, and I'd love to know from you, you know, what those symptoms are, and and of course, you know, what do we what do we do about it? How do we, how do we handle, especially if it's an early sign, um, and so forth. So, let's start. What are some of the first? Uh, what are some signs um, that you might be having a a clot? What are some
0: signs that you might be having a clot? So, let's first talk about. Let's say a blood clot forms around the eye or in the optic nerve. That's going to lead to blurriness of your vision. So if you have sudden blurriness of your vision, you definitely need to get that checked out. It could be a bullet clot, could be something else. Also, let's say that you start noticing that there's this red mass that's forming in the back of your leg, where it's forming in your arm. Many times it's going to be forming into your armpit area. It's very red, it's tender, it's painful to touch. Uh, that could possibly be a blood clot. And that could even be really scary, especially if it's formed in the calf area, because that's what we call the one that actually forms a pulmonary embolism, which the, the pulmonary embolism occurs, that could very likely cause, cause death. So you wanna pay attention to that and make sure that is not happening. So those are some uh, areas that blood clots can form. Let's say a blood clot then goes on and it forms around your cardiovascular system, around your heart area. That's going to lead to shortness of breath, chest pain when you exercise we call that angina say you go up the steps you start noticing pain in your chest that's an early sign that you might be getting some blood clots that are forming in your blood vessels of your heart or around uh, the heart area you also could get some dizziness lightheadedness a lot of fatigue when it starts forming there um, let's say that you start getting a cough or you're coughing up blood and you have a lot of lightheadedness dizziness, and fatigue that go along with that that could possibly be a blood clot that's forming in your lungs. Let's say then we start getting blood clots that are forming in our coronary arteries. These are the arteries that go up to our brain. These can maybe form, uh, you just get like headed, dizzy, brain fog, fatigue, you get headaches. These are some symptoms that could lead to that. And I know they're not very specific, but then let's say it actually starts closing off or let's say a clot actually forms in your brain itself you could start getting some more severe symptoms, transient ischemic attacks, which are little baby clots that can form. Let's say that you get some uh, numbness and tingling in your face, in your arm on the right side, on the left or right side. That could possibly be a clot that's forming in your brain, or you might be jumbling your speech really quick. Or if this doesn't go away and it stays there for several minutes, you're having a full-blown stroke and you definitely need to go to the hospital and get all that taken care of.
1: My husband actually has like a clotting disorder. So a lot of what you're talking about, I'm like, yep, yep, we we experienced that, we experienced that. So I want to speak a little bit, um, you know, into that um, with some of the things that he experienced before we discovered that he even had um, a clotting issue. One, um, he had some weird things (sighs) that happened where he started swelling up um, in his upper body. Um, He was starting to get very, very tired dizzy and lightheaded Uh, it was and we we thought well the swelling actually happened later first it started off with fatigue started off feeling very very tired and then the the dizziness and lightheadedness started happening and then after about a month of that taking place then he started swelling and then after the swelling all of a sudden he started getting broken blood vessels once the broken blood vessels started happening on his upper body uh, and I started seeing, like, purple in his lips and in his ears. I started looking things up. And that's when I thought, okay, it looks like he might have a blood clot near his heart. And so that's when we decided to take him to the hospital. And it turned out, indeed, he had one um, in his superior vena cava. I think I might have pronounced that right. SVC. Um, and thankfully, uh, that they were able to clear those clots out and, and so forth. So that was... That was one. Now, Dr. Jake, is S V C syndrome a a widowmaker? Is it? Can that lead to a heart attack, or is that the the end result of a clot that so, don't get taken care of?
0: So good question. So let's say it totally blocks off. Yeah, that's going to be the widowmaker. You're going to die. That doesn't happen all the time. Obviously, that didn't happen with your husband. But you can have little clots that break off of there. And then that could go into your vascular system, into the blood vessels of the heart, and that can lead to a heart attack there. Or it could go block up some of your blood vessels, blood flow go into your lungs, and that could be a widowmaker. So yeah, it is a scary area to have a um, blood clot, and it definitely could possibly lead to death. So you want to pay attention to some of the symptoms that you just expressed.
1: Yes. Okay. So then the other one that you were talking about, the ones in the – like that could affect your eyes. So later on, he started developing – all of a sudden, just like you said, sudden vision changes. Everything was fine. He got hurt. He fell down. He got hurt. So an injury seems to somehow, for some people, cause these clots. Um, And then all of a sudden, within a couple of weeks of the injury, he got two – like, dark gray spots in his vision where he just wasn't able to see around it. Um, and it wouldn't go away. Um, and so then he went in and he and that he discovered that he actually had a blood clot in his sinus cavity that probably started from the injury and then just kind of circulated his body and then got stuck in his sinus cavity where it started affecting his brain. So he had to get on some blood thinners for that. And, um, and then the other type, and maybe this is serious, maybe this is not Dr. Jake you can speak on. He was getting a ton of um, infusions, lots and lots of infusions in his uh, veins, like, you know, getting like vitamin C treatments, um, those types of things where you're just constantly having needles. And he had, it; he was doing this regularly for about two years to work on his cancer, but he started noticing that his veins were becoming very hard and very tender and even heat coming from them. Um, and started suspecting that he was getting clots there. Can you speak a little bit about these types of clots?
0: So if you are very prone to getting blood clots, this is a possible thing that happens. I don't see this happen a lot, but it is a possibility is that there's irritation happening from getting the infusion. It's irritating the blood vessel a little bit. And if you're prone to forming a blood clot like Owen was, you can start to form little microclots in that area.
1: And now, Where you're
0: getting
1: now are these something that you have to be concerned about? Because you were just talking about like early signs, right? And then how you know, this is in the arm. If you have a pain in your leg, uh, that these are early signs, but that later on they could be they could get worse or be, lead to like you know a stroke or things like that. Are those are clots in the arms um, as serious as clots in the legs?
0: so they can be severe depends how big the clot is and if it breaks free typically it's not a huge concern we're not waste uh, worried about that it's not as scary than as it is in the in the calf for example but if they do get severe there is a potential harm uh with doing with that
1: okay all right so we know some of these these kind of earlier signs that are happening you know pain in the leg You've got some signs of blood clots on the arms and so forth. And you've talked a little bit about like some early signs that it might be, you know, in, in your brain or things like that. If if, this, if these don't get noticed early on or they're brushed under the rug, what are, what are the ultimate uh, effects? What would a, a full stroke look like? What would a pulmonary embolism look like? What would a heart attack look like um, from these clots?
0: So yeah, let's say you get a full-blown heart attack. So uh, your blood vessels get clogged and it gets blocked off and you're not getting blood flow to your heart anymore, that's going to be that you are going to get uh, sweating. You're going to uh, get a lot of chest pain. You're going to get numbness down your left arm, uh, up your neck. Uh, you're going to maybe even pass out. You're going to feel extremely fatigued and you can't really move very well. These are the symptoms that are going on when you are having a heart attack. Obviously, if you're having these symptoms, you need to go to the hospital as quickly as you can. Let's say you're having a full-blown stroke. These are the symptoms that we talked a little bit about just recently, is that you are going to have jumbling of your speech. You're trying to say a word, but no one's really understanding you. You have numbness and tingling in your left uh, face or left arm or the right face or right arm. uh, And you start maybe even drooping a little bit. That is telling us that you are having a stroke and you need to go to the hospital immediately for that let's say suddenly that you just uh, maybe pass out or you have this pain in your chest and you feel like you're really fatigued and tired and you can't move. That possibly could not, it could be a pulmonary embolism and you're getting some oxygen in there and, but you're not getting a good amount and that could be a pulmonary embolism and you want to go to the hospital really quickly for that. But many times a pulmonary embolism is you just pass out really quick Uh, and you might come to, or you might not. Uh, So, uh, but sometimes it's not like that and you have the symptoms that I just expressed earlier.
1: So ultimately, there's this. It's like if, if you don't take care of these clots, the ultimate location that they will end up that are the, you know, the final possible widow makers is it could end up your brain, which could lead to a stroke that could kill you or leave you, you know, yeah. uh, pretty much, you know, uh, unable to do a lot of things that you used to, right? Um the, the other option is that it could end up, depending on the location of your body, it could end up in your lungs. That's what's called a pulmonary embolism. That's going to stop oxygen specifically um, from going into your body. Or the other possibility is that a blood clot could end up in your heart, which then could lead to uh, some sort of heart uh, attack of some sort. So those are the three, brain, heart, and lungs. And it really just depends on where that clot is in your body, where did it form can affect where it ends up. It seems like what you're sh- saying here and what you've shown is that in your, if it's in your, your legs or in your arms, those are the ones that can end up in your lungs. And then the ones that end up in your brain are more near your heart uh, or coronary is what you called them. Those are going to have more general symptoms um, and oftentimes you don't really don't know until you're starting to have these mini strokes. How, what are the symptoms? Where is it located in your body which could then lead to the heart. Is that pre-stroke?
0: So causing a stroke, you have your carotid arteries. Then you have the coronary. Coronary arteries are around your heart. Carotid are the arteries that are going to go up to your brain. So let's say you form a clot in your carotid arteries. Yeah, that's going to lead to a stroke. Or if you uh, form it in your coronary arteries, that's going to form a heart attack.
1: Okay. Thank you so much for that. Okay, so Dr. Jake, if someone's listening and they're going, "Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I have this tender spot in my leg, in my calf, right? Um, maybe there's a lump, maybe there's not a lump, but it's tender or it's heated." They're wondering if they're having um, a clot of some sort, or maybe they're they're de- you're developing some of the you know vision issues, something like that. What should be what's something that they can immediately do? to try to um prevent this from getting worse and then what are some next steps that they should do
0: if you suspect the clot these are some things you need to do let's say you're experiencing some of these severe symptoms that i've talked about you might be having a heart attack symptom or stroke symptoms obviously you need to go to the hospital or or you start noticing the clot in your leg or your arm you need to go to the hospital for that also but let's say you are just prone to getting clots you start noticing that the clots are coming and going you're getting some tias Some things that you wanna do to help prevent the clots is you can take a baby aspirin. There's also several different herbs that we can take that could work really well. We talked much more in detail on these things in another episode we did. So we could do turmeric or we got garlic or we have fish oil and we have natokinase or some things that you could take to help uh, prevent these clots. But obviously you need to want to prevent the clot to happen in the first place. These are some things that you're doing when you might already have clots, but to help prevent them from getting worse is we want to change our diet. We want to decrease our inflammation in our diet. We're going to balance our blood sugar. We want to balance our cholesterol levels, because if you don't, you're going to have the stickiness, which is the inflammation, but if you have high cholesterol and the stickiness, that's going to form a clot, and you're going to get a heart attack, stroke, thomboebolism, or anything like that.
1: Thank you for sharing that, Dr. Dick. That's gonna be really, really helpful. And then for people who, um... Are prone to clots? We know you kind of mentioned like people like my husband and other people who might be prone to clots. Are there things that they can do um, to fi- find out why? Like what causes one to, to be prone to clots?
0: So there's a lot of potential reasons why someone could be prone to clots. So, like in your husband's case, having cancer is going to make your blood thicker and you're going to have higher platelets, and that can lead to being more prone to forming blood clots in that way. You could be more genetically prone, like your genetics are a little bit different uh, and you could be more prone to getting a um, heart attack, stroke, et cetera, forming clots in that case. But really the big one is dietary and lifestyle things. So eating a really poor diet that's high in inflammatory fatty acids, high in sugar, you're not exercising, especially aerobic exercise, you're sitting a lot, that's going to cause stagnation of your blood and that's going to form a blood clot. So, you need to get up often, not sit for long periods of time. Um, so, if you're sedentary, you eat like junk, you are just a ticking time bomb of forming a blood clot somewhere throughout your body.
1: All right. Well, man, that's not a motivator. I don't know what is. And I know that we have some other um, episodes that you have um, gone, you've talked about. Uh, it's very detailed on diet and lifestyle changes to prevent clots. We're going to be doing another episode here talking about different types of blood thinners that are out there. So definitely stay tuned for future episodes on that. Dr. Jake, for those people who are listening to you and thinking, you know, I think I might be prone to clots or I think I might have some clot issues and they want to see a doctor to, you know, like yourself, to help them heal, how can they get a hold of you?
0: Yeah, if you want to find more about what or set up a visit with us, you could uh, visit our website, integrativemedica.com find our phone number there, give it a call, call my receptionist, set up an appointment with me or some of my other great doctors. We also have an option online that you can set it up directly from the website.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Jake, for sharing your expertise. For those of us, for those of you listening, if you like this episode, let us know by leaving us a positive review and we will see you on the other side. Hey, Dr. Jake, thank you for your time today. And if you enjoyed the show, then do us a favor and leave a review. It helps more people to find the show which could save their life. And remember, this is a podcast and should not replace personalized attention from a medical professional like Dr. Jake. If you or someone you know has been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, cancer of any stage, or a life changing illness, visit our website today and schedule a virtual appointment with one of our doctors who can lead you to a treatment plan in your area. That's integrativemedica.com. Integrative, M E D I C A. Thank you for listening to the Integrative Medica podcast with Dr. Jake. To hear past episodes and get alerts for the future, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and be sure to follow us on YouTube as well. Just search for Integrative Medica with Dr. Jake.